This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture for Witten Radio. Today we are joined by Rosemary, Queen of Hollywood Boulevard. Rosemary, how are you? Uh, it's good to be speaking to you. <laughs> good to be speaking to you as well. I'm super excited to uh, have you on today's show. Um, I wanted to just uh, talk to you a little bit about um, your newest film. I got a chance to check out the screener, and I think that it's just quite simply amazing. Um, tell me a little bit about what it was like working on this film, um, The Queen of Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, I think, I, I, you know, I would say it was the greatest experience of my acting career because um, I got to collaborate with, like, so many incredible artists. First of all, I mean, to collaborate with Orson was incredible. I mean, I never dreamt of it, you know. And, uh, and you know, and the script was fantastic that he wrote. And, uh, you know... Revenge and violence is nothing new to me, so, you know, it was like a really fantastic role, like offered with such a stellar cast of people, you know, to get work, to, you know, to kind of get to work with like an idol, like Park, you know, that was, yeah. just like, that was like phenomenal, I mean, you know, it's, wow, I mean, Tarantino is one of my heroes, so is Park, Kill Bill, you know. Right, right, right. Um, and Roger Guinevere Smith. I mean, what a stellar actor, you know, just so cool. And I've seen some stuff he directed, you know, this like uh, two person show here in Hollywood, and he's just like so talented, just like an Anna Marvoy Ten and everybody, just such a talented cast. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, was this Park's uh, final film? Yeah, I believe it is. It's his last film. There was one previous to that, and then I believe that Orson's was his final film, from what I understand, yeah. Because working with him, it's like I felt like something was really wrong. Like, I feel felt like he couldn't see. Like, there was something, but... Holy crap. But he's so brilliant in what he did. He did. And I think he was so sick. And, I mean, I've never seen such precision in my life. I mean, or work with that kind of precision ever. Because I missed my mark. And he was like, yo, you know, hit your mark. You know, he's always like right on the money, too, you know. Absolutely. Was it, um, what was his demeanor like? Was Was he... He's really sexy. Oh, wow. Like, 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 over sex. Like, I was even like, oh, yum, yum. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, Orson told me he's like, had five wives. He was only his wife, I believe. And I was like, yeah, I can see that. He's like a really sexy guy. And um, Orson had showed me his music and his music career, which was phenomenal. Yeah. You know his music? I, I yes, I've heard some of it, and uh, he—it was like he was almost um, just almost like a god because he he was so talented and multidimensional, and just to me, it was like he was really ahead of his time. 
Oh, totally, man. I mean, it was like, I don't know, was it the, who was it who said it's like when you work with somebody like the Nero, it's like breathing in oxygen, you know what I mean, as an actor. And it was like breathing in oxygen working with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Roger is a stellar actor, man, too. Like, Orson had fine actors. I mean, even Orson was fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love um, the film, and like you said, you know, playing, you know, revenge, you know, it's it's something that's not new to you because you're a veteran actor. Um, Tell me, what are your, I guess, out of your catalog of films that you've, you know, acted in and, and television shows, um, what would you say is, like, your favorite genre? Do you prefer action or is it drama or comedy? You know what? I mean, I'll do any genre. I'm just a gun for hire. Right on, right on. You know, of course, you know, I do have favorites. But, you know, I'll do anything. You know. I think that's a great idea. I mean, I I think, you know, any actor that's really committed to their craft will, like you said, they'll they'll do, you know, they're open for whatever, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, I do kind of do, like, like punk horse, slut, dominatrix, like, sleazy, I fall in that category for sure. <laughs> Does that, you, uh, I know, like some actors, um, they'll say stuff like, you know, I hate being a screen queen or or whatever. Do you do you find that it's I guess upsetting that, um, like a lot of your roles have been in that genre? No, I think it's cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Tell me, um, I, I know that acting is something that a lot of people, they they wish they could do. They they think they have an idea of what, it, what it's like to be an actor. Um, what draws you to the craft? What drew you to the craft and just kind of keeps you coming back? Because I know that it's something that is really, 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 um, uh, you, you know, you have to be committed to it and you have to love what you do. Um, what is it that just draws you to the craft? The imaginary world, I love it. I think the world, the real world as it is, sucks. <laughs> you have a I feel there. really, yeah, I feel really safe in that imaginary world. Like, I'm okay there. Yeah. You know, my psyche's good, I'm good, it's all good, my bank account has some money, it's good. I like that world. I'm uncomfortable in the real world. I understand. Yeah, I understand completely. I mean, the real world is full of turmoil and tribulations, and it's just it's a lot. Um, having that reality, that platform to escape to, it's. I mean, it's got to be just riveting because a, a lot of people don't have that. You know. Do you remember? Uh-huh. Do you remember your your very first film? Um, that I remember? did. How I got my first film when. Um, now see, you're, 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 uh, you're testing me because, um... No, because you see, I, it's kind of weird because, you know, I think my first film, 
Now, I, got, I should have my resume in front of me because, you know, the 70s are below because, you know, I did survive the 70s and 80s, and most of my friends didn't, you know. They were fucking dead. You know, a lot of them are AIDS, ravished a lot, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so I'm just trying to think because, you know, I started off, my memory fails me. But when I first came to New York, I think I did art movies with this fantastic artist who became my friend, like a leader of conceptual art, Lawrence Wiener. I don't know if you know his work. I've heard his, yeah, I've heard Right. So cool. So then I did movies with him, Catherine Bigelow, who's like a huge director. Hey, Kathy, bring me in. <laughs> then, then Orson's father, Michael Oblowitz, would shoot them. Because I was with him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I think I first started moving, like in the avant-garde, like working with the performance artist, artist Joan Jonas and doing her movies. And then it was the time of new wave cinema, right? Where everybody, like in the early, late 70s, early 80s, you could pick up a movie camera and for $50,000 you could make a feature, right? Oh and God. so they're like all of us living downtown, right? Because we all live mostly south of Canal Street, right? In New York City. So, like, there were people like um, Jim Jarmusch and Amos Poe and Orson's father, Michael Oblowitz, and Susan Seidelman, and, you know, just like picking up, and Vito Conchi, the artist, and all these people like picking up cameras and starting to make feature films. Um, and that's where I started making movies, really. Wow. And they would just be like, okay, come act in my movie or do this or do that. And it was really free. And people just like really like making new cinema. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I love it. Do you, are you a fan of how the industry has changed? Because I know like from the 70s to today you know there's been so many changes um are you a fan of the changes or not so much i'm totally a fan of the changes i love change you know although really my psyche hates it but i say i love it um you know i mean i like change i think change you know is creative and if it's done in a, a positive way and We've seen some really good cinema. I mean, we've seen badass, dark, noir cinema, you know, with revenge and violence. And we've seen, like, you know, people like Tarantino and, like, uh, Jackie Brown and, like, like, uh, Bedard and De Niro and Kubrick. And, like, look at all the generations. But Einstein, uh, Hitchcock, Ford, I don't know, look at, look at Truffaut, look at all those genres, those people, you know? Right. Um, I like it that cinema changes, it's fluid. It doesn't stand still. Everything moves. I don't know. I, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, it, it's constantly evolving. It's 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 a very, it's very alive. It's it's very much alive and breathing. And 
I mean, that's exciting because it's it's almost like you're evolving with the craft itself. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, I, so I saw that you were on this past season of Supergirl, um, mm-hmm. which I thought was really, really cool. Um, how was it mm-hmm. working, working on, on that project and just being a part of, I guess, that universe? It's fantastic. I mean, it's like the most high-end job I ever did, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, your quarter trailer, your, like, union wage, you know, a day thousand dollars. What actor wouldn't love that, you know? <laughs> you know right. Like, you stay in a nice hotel with a swimming pool. You have room servers. You go to, a driver picks you up. You go to set every day. Every room is catered to. All they're asking you to do is to, like, deliver the lines. And that, I find that, like, incredibly cool. Me too. Me too. I want to do lots of that, you know. I, You know, TV's great. It's a good bread and butter earning, you know. And there's some really exciting television around, man. I mean, Absolutely. I think, yeah. I mean, I want to be on Orange is a New Black, but. They don't even know who I am yet, the Queen. Sure. Shortly they will. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, I wanted to ask you, you um, what, what's the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from the work that you do? Because I know that you've been, you know, an actress for so long, and you've, you've had some, some great roles and some films that you're, that are, you're really iconic for. Um, when people look at your body of work, what do you want them to take away from it? The craft of it, you know? Mm. I love I think that. So. Yeah. Craft. That's what I respect. I love it. It excites every pore in me. It makes me want to be Shakespearean. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Who were um, some actors that you looked up to when you were first getting involved with? Oh, um, with a what? Uh, with just the, the craft, becoming an actress yourself. What Was there um, any that you, I guess, any De Niro? Was it De Niro? Was it? Oh, yeah, but... um. I mean, I love people like um, Anna Magnani is one of the, I think, the most influential actress in my life. I think she's superb. I like, I love Jean Moreau. Um, Angelica Houston, I think she's superb. Some people call me the poor man's Angelica Houston, but I'd go for that name. <laughs> and um of course like you know like uh Mitchum uh um De Niro uh Fastbinder um who else can I say? Um Orson Welles, who, yes. who I named Orson after, <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
Because of Eddie's, he goes in these movies, right? Mm-hmm. He acts in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of Eddie's. Yeah, those are my, like, really serious references. Wow. I love it. I love it. Uh, those are some good ones. I mean, they <laughs> you can't go wrong with any of those that you named off. Um, I was um, curious to to ask you about the filming of this movie, was it particularly arduous or did it, you know, the Queen of Hollywood, it was such a gritty movie. Um, was it just hard? Did it, I mean, did it essentially kick your ass making this film or did it come fairly yeah. easy? Yeah, it's really easy. It like totally turned me on. I mean, I come from the seventies in New York, you know, I like, the, <laughs> I like the edge. You know, I think it's exciting to bring edge to art to cinema, you know, bring yeah. art to cinema. I love that mixture. I love it. I love it. Um, so, so not difficult for me at all, you know. Right on. Right on. I um, I loved um, your um, uh, Michael Rupesh. He did he did an amazing job as well. What was it like working with him? I, I think you touched on it briefly at the start of the interview. Um, Sorry, can you say that again? Because wait, can you hold on one second, please? Sure. Okay. Okay, that's good. I was just looking at the time. Okay. Um, sorry, could you repeat the question to me, please? Yeah, sure. Um, what what was it like working with um Michael Rupesh? Because I know I think you you mentioned it briefly at the start of the interview um i think he's super super talented um had you you uh, think michael parks right y- yes okay i thought you said rep page oh no no uh parks okay sorry. okay special for leonardo was like what <laughs> okay cool i'm like what land am i in now i know i'm sitting in the garden but... <laughs> okay cool yeah okay yeah go on yeah um, yeah, I know that it was, you know, we touched briefly on it at the start of the interview. Was it, I mean, this, with this being, I guess, like his final film, um, is it, looking back, is it, is it a little bit eerie to you just having spent this, that time, this time with him making this film? No, I think it's so cool. Wow. Hey, man. I'd like to fizzle out in cinema. <laughs> Fuck, look at his career, man. From like the stellar actor, who, a stellar singer. Because Orson would pay me a lot of his albums that he made. I know Orson wanted to get his music so badly for the movie, but couldn't afford it. But like a, like an amazing singer, you know. And then like, you know, and then, like, he got sick, and, like, I only knew him at the end of his life, you know, but I know his life from the cinema from Tarantino for sure, right? Right, right. And, um, I I don't know, no, I didn't find it scary at all. It was just, um, I got a lot of surprises from him, but then... Bill Esper, my best acting coach I ever said in New York City, said it is about making surprises. Absolutely. I think, you know. So yeah, 
Yeah, so I never ever found anything eerie or weird or foretelling or no, it was just someone doing a job and earning, you know, being an actor and interested in his craft and that's what he knows. Mm. That's, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, what do I know? I mean, I have such an imagination. I think that's what actors have. That you have to have like a really big imagination all the time. Make things up and believe what you make up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Would you say now that it's, would you say that it's, it's harder to act now because of, you know, the advancements in, like, technology and just the way that the industry has evolved? I don't know. I seem to be having some luck, you know. I think we should always be hopeful that, uh, you know, I can't know, right place, right time, right people. Yeah. I don't know. Good point. Good point. <laughs> oh, I mean, it sounds like I'm talking about, like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I understand completely. Um, what's uh, what's on the horizon for you? Because I know that, um, you know, we've got Queen of Poly Boulevard coming out. Um, uh, can we – is there a possibility that she'll turn back up on Supergirl or – Sorry, say that again. Is it what? Oh, um, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, what's on the horizon? Because I know that um, Queen of Hollywood Boulevard is um, is out. Um, it's well, it's going to be out on demand on the 16th. Yeah. Um, it's in theaters in LA on the 12th. Um, do you have any other projects that you're working on that you can tell us about? I am. Yeah, I work with this really cool director. Um, doing immersive theater, and yeah. but he's like very into horror. His name is Darren Lynn Bowersman. Um, he does like twisted films like Saw two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. And he's like he went he saw Sleep No More in New York is a story, and he was like smitten, and he was like, "This is better. This is like the coolest thing I've ever seen." And he started to make immersive theater, and just. <laughs> By chance, I landed up in all three of them. I'm so lucky. So uh, we open tomorrow night for friends and family, but I didn't invite anybody because I don't feel secure today about my performance, so nobody's allowed to come. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> yes, I'm working with him, so we run for five weeks. And I think our first night, um, the Soho house pulled us out, so God knows who's coming, you know. Because, um, like, all these, like, weirdos come in their private jets from all over because there's this whole cult following in the mirth of theater. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen any. I have not. Um, I mean, I've always wanted to, but I haven't seen. Where do you live? Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> oh, as I put you as my plus one. Okay. Ah, okay. Uh, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm doing for the next five weeks. Okay. I love it. I love it. Um, 
where can our listening audience find out more about you and keep up with your your upcoming projects, your films? Oh, very good at that. Um, <laughs> that's a very good question. Help. Uh, Facebook, no one looks at it, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe you can suggest something. <laughs> um, I guess, hey, how old are you? Uh, thirty, thirty-four. Okay, cool. So, like, so modern man. <laughs> I suppose uh, Facebook. It is. Um, I think Facebook. Because is, I try to follow Twitter now. I'm not very good at it, but all my friends tell me I shouldn't even bother Facebook or Twitter. I should just go on Instagram. But I haven't really dealt with it yet. Ah, I see, I see. Yeah, Instagram's pretty neat. Um, it's a, it's a little tricky. It's probably like one of my least favorites. What's your favorite? Oh, I've gotta, I've gotta go with um, Twitter because it's, you know, it's micro. Uh-huh. It's cool, and I mean, you can pretty much just put out what you want to say, and I mean, it's a conversation, you know, but um, you don't have to, I guess, engage you know, rude people if you don't want to. It's pretty cool. I like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I do have a Twitter account. Um, I think it's pretty sly. Okay, okay. But you can Twitter me and I can Twitter you back. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> good <morning>. You <laughs> have my phone number. That right? is true. That, that's Take sure it down. Is. Take it down. Oh. Give me a call. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Well, Rosemary, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate um, you taking time to do the interview with me. And I'm all out of questions, but I just wanted to open the floor to you if there's anything else you'd like to say. No, thanks for, like, including me on this interview. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I. it was uh, amazing getting to hear about, you know, just – your entry into, you know, the the whole acting scene and kind of, you know, your stories. I mean, it really, really brightened my day. So thank you. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a good day. You too. Bye. The Punisher, a firearm-wielding vigilante, was pulled from New York Comic Con by Marvel and Netflix, something Steve Harsh, who's been attending for years, understands. I do kind of agree with that, out of respect for the victims and for the situation. But another attendee, Leo Lawrence, says the Punisher didn't cause the Vegas shooting. That's only punishing the, the fans. And it's only letting the idiot that did it win. Punisher or not, security here is tight with the NYPD's heavily armed anti-terrorism unit standing guard. At the Jacob Javits Convention Center in Manhattan, I'm Julie Walker. Everyone's got their thing. Maybe it's a breakup. A death. An accident. Whatever it is, 
You used to be one thing. Now, you're something else. We all have 